0: Well, we made it, ladies, last week in the semis. Dimni Boulash was named the winner of the challenge, and in the bottom two was Ellie versus Taste. But you know what? It was a double shanty. No one went home. And we made it all the way to the final, babes. Bring us there.
1: Welcome to the Drag Race Recap Show for Drag Race UK Season 2, episode motherfucking 10 entitled grand finale can you feel Mm. the love (laughs) yes (laughs) i am ben i was about to say much like the audio on the episode that was completely out of sync and terrible oh we'll get to that i am ben i am fraser Fraser like Razor. He's cutting and he's furious. (laughs) And you might know us from our podcast, You're Welcome America, where in every episode we translate a British pop culture for America. An American pop culture for Britain. You are welcome.
0: And unlike season 13 in the US, this is the final recap for the second season of Drag Race UK. That's right. This is the final episode of a season. Um, whereas I just don't think Drag Race season 13 is, is ever going to end. That's just going to keep on going <laughs> until maybe we have another, another global pandemic. In fact, it might cause another global pandemic
1: I, I, in a weird way i'm like i'm fine with season 13 just rolling on forever and ever and ever it's like sure just keep just keep bringing them back from the start i'm like i want to see elliot with two t's just like tr- trotting back into the room again just being like hi i'm back again oh no 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 one wants that right back to the uk back to the uk
0: let's give us let's let's give you all a brief overview of what the hell is going on okay So in this final episode of the second season, in the Maxi Challenge, the queens must give the most dragtastic performance of their lives. I'm saying that in a really mocking way. Um, They have to compose their own solo verse to Rue's song, A Little Bit of Love and get their thighs around the most challenging choreography of the season. Uh-oh, Lawrence.
1: <laughs> i got some things to say about uh, the solo verses that I still don't know the lyrics to, and that choreography, but we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> and on the main stage, the Eliminated Queens all return uh, to perform A Little Bit of Love with the top four queens. And the category is Final Four, Eleganza, Extravaganza. Ellie Diamond is booted off da- back to Dundee <laughs> straight away. <laughs> and then the top three. Me- go on. She's <laughs> on the Megabus. Um, yeah. She's got that mega Megabus ticket. That overnight overnight Megabus back to Dundee. Uh, so then we have the top three, which is Taste, Lawrence Cheney and Bimini Lash, And they performed a final lip sync, which I'm so angry about that I can't even start to I'm spitting about it. And, uh, so yeah, that was, uh, their kind of final lip sync for the crown. And in the end, Lawrence Jenny was crowned the winner of Drag Race UK season a two. Oh,
0: wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's that noise? Is that Joanna Lumley's voice saying, you've got fan mail? Oh. Because do <laughs> you know what? We got, we got an email this week, didn't we? From Emma Walker. <laughs> and she said, She said, sorry for the very random email. Uh, Right. First of all, Emma must be British. If she's just starting off an email with, "Oh, sorry for sending this email. Sorry for the very random email, but I'm newly obsessed with your podcast, especially your love for Lawrence, a hometown gal for me. Oh, she's from Glasgow. And Tia, do you think now? Okay. (laughs) She's got a big question for for us. Emma says, do you think shant beer was meant to be shant ale you stay? It's still not great, but it's better. <laughs> and then she, she, she signs off with, anyway, drag race UK, UK recaps make my long runs enjoyable. So thank you. So right. Emma's running right now. Emma, keep on going. Keep on going. Okay. Go, 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 go. Run faster. Run faster. Emma, you've got this. You've got this. I'm still not over Sh- that. <laughs> oh. So so Emma's, okay, so Emma's conspiracy theory, shant ale you stay, which is closer to shant you stay. But wait a minute, Emma. How did it then go from someone saying shant ale to then, do you think someone in the
1: graphics team was like, oh no, they, they meant beer? Uh, yeah. And then they just changed it to beer. I feel like, like it was like oh. maybe because they were like, oh, international viewers aren't going to know what ale is. But I'm like, this isn't the first time we've alienated the international viewers with Drag Race UK. So <laughs> I don't know why we're suddenly being all beer inclusive right now. <laughs>
0: But thank you, Emma. Thank, thank, you. thank you very much for your email. In fact, on our regular podcast, You're Welcome America, we love a bit of feedback,
1: copyright Janet Jackson. Um, so do check us out in You're Welcome America. We do get in touch. We do. With I, I know that this is an incredibly early point for us to go on a tangent already. And I think we've probably, talked, oh, here we go. Think we've probably already <laughs> talked about this before, but when I used to work at a local pub in, uh, in Norfolk in the UK, whenever I had to pour the real ale, There was this phrase that I picked up from some of the other people that worked behind the bar when you like, when I couldn't do it properly because it was very like intense and I'd say, Oh, it's very lively. (laughs) (laughs) And I always felt very masked when I was like, Oh, it's a little bit lively. The Norfolk ale today. (laughs) But that, but that's because
0: the, it would need, you were either doing it wrong or the, the thing needed changing. Like the canister. What was it called? The The barrel. The drum. (laughs) The barrel. The canister. Okay. The the canister. canister. so meanwhile, I had my job in York in North England, uh, at a pub and people would ask me things like, Oh, you know, can you give us a, can you give us a pint of bitter? And I'd be like, can you just name the exact brand of the drink you yeah. want? And I will get you that. Or they'd be like, Oh, can you recommend an ale? And I'd be like, no, bearing in mind, I was standing there wearing my 2004 Britney in the zone, um, Onyx hotel tour t-shirt. I'm like, I cannot recommend you an ale. Be specific and I'll get you that. And in fact, that t-shirt, um, I earned just the nickname of
1: Brittany in that pub. <laughs> did you ever Did you ever have someone ask you for a lager top and then you were like, excuse me? And it's just, okay, I know. And it's just I got beer this. with lemonade at the top of it. <laughs> yeah. But wait, what's the difference between a lager top and then a shandy? I think a shandy is half beer, half lemonade. And a lager top is... Uh, you know, nine-tenths <laughs> lager with a little tenth of lemonade. Ooh, that was bad maths. Would you, would you, do you know what would
0: happen if you put that lemonade on top? It all foams over. You, it makes it very lively.
1: <laughs> right, we need to talk about, let's talk about Drag Race UK, shall we? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, we're, we're, well, we're at the end. We did it. I, oh, this is episode 10. I noticed that season one only had eight episodes, so we got we got ten episodes yeah. this
1: time right? which was which was nice. Good, <laughs> quite rightly, I want to see a hundred okay. episodes next time.
0: <laughs> oh no! Remember, we have season thirteen for that. In the years. <laughs> okay, so in the final
1: four, oh, yeah, we kind of um, kind of open with like a, it's like a little kind of, it's almost like we're looking back over the season of the the top fours, like the final fours, kind of moments of the season, and there, and it's like voiceover, isn't it, with them kind of doing you know their like best runway looks it was very nice exciting little with i think they had some like really intense music behind this as well it was very like oh, 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 oh. this is uh, yeah and i have to we'll get to
0: it but i have to say i really burst out laughing at the seeing the pigeon look again from early i was like oh i forgot that <laughs> it was a seagull <laughs> seagull sorry <laughs> pigeons. Look, they're both fucking birds. Right, let's talk about that final four. First up, Bimini
1: Bon Abula. Oh, should I do this because I've and... got the right accent for it? Okay, you go <laughs> for it. You can do the two and you can do the next two. So her voiceover, okay. she's like, do you know what? I fought my way to the top. i might, i might actually win this. That's
0: her thoughts. Very good. Then we had Ellie Diamond saying, little unknown Ellie with no badges from Scotland is coming for the crown in the grand finale. <laughs> And then Lawrence Cheney was, I want to represent bigger queens. I want to represent Scottish queens. I want to represent Glasgow.
1: Bimini, Illy, Tees, back off. Okay, I need to get... Uh Uh-oh, Welsh, Okay, this this is a hard pivot for me, Um, going from East London to Wales. Hold on a second. Wales, Wales. Okay, okay. I want to perform the house down boots, darling. And who's going to come out on top? This Welsh dragon right here. Give it to me. Ooh,
0: <laughs> that was no look, i think that was pretty strong we we really just zipped around the uk okay. with those accents didn't <laughs> we? Exhausted. and i have to say i didn't i didn't do a good job with dundee and glasgow i basically went higher voice lower voice apologies I, but i you know fully what?
1: did like Sand. Catherine zeta jones welsh which is basically an american accent but kind of talking a little bit like um what she called oh fuck i've forgotten her name never mind that didn't work oh my god
0: Catherine zeta jones would be a phenomenal guest judge yeah. on drag she's, race
1: she's they should do a whole Catherine zeta jones runway where you could, where they would like come dressed as her in her different movie roles entrapment <laughs> wait but Zorro, um uh-oh cabaret not cabaret <laughs> chicago, chicago. three looks uh we're, we're running a little low on the ground now darling buds of may uh-oh. Uh-oh. And just and
0: then and then and then maybe there's like a homeware challenge that just involves zeta Jones. Yeah,
1: exactly. And then like isn't she just is it she doing wine now as well or makeup? I'm, I'm getting confused. Look, she's busy. Oh, she also played a lesbian in that movie about um about prescription drugs with Jude Law. I,
0: wait,
1: <laughs> no clue,
0: no clue. But wait a minute, what about a challenge where they just have to construct clothes from zeta to Jones towels and drapes and Ooh, things? Yeah. It's pretty anyway good. <laughs> okay, so we are back. It's the fallout from last week after the double chante um this is the moment where it always feels like in the final episode, everything's kind of positive and quite nice, yeah, so everything's put to bed and everyone's like we're here, and it really doesn't matter who wins. I just want to say that again to all the rabid fans out there it doesn't <sighs> matter who wins no. so back off no <laughs> okay okay so tay says here that she's a, a lip-sync serial killer because yeah wait she lip-synced four yeah. times now it's wild yeah four four lip sync. wait has she got has she got a badge yeah she does have a badge yeah. i don't remember what she won that badge for but you know whatever <laughs> it's only ellie that has no badges Oh, that's right. Ellie Nebadge. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Ellie points out that there were a lot of records set this season. Uh, oh, yes. Taste four times in the bottom lip syncing and she herself with no wins
1: in the top four finalists. Yeah. And then, oh God, Lawrence <laughs> just, just trying to beat that dead horse just one final time. He's like, you know what? I'm actually really glad you're here, Ellie, even though you didn't know my character's name in Beast And I was like, all right, Lawrence, let's just, uh, let's let that one go. But actually that this is kind of a nice little, this kind of leads us into a nice little conversation. Yeah. They kind of squash any beef that they had at this moment. And Ellie kind of says like, you know, like Lawrence, you really like you were the first drag queen I ever messaged for like advice. And she basically just kind of says like, you're the person that was my inspiration. And it's kind of like a, I mean, it did feel a little bit like she was maybe kissing the ring, just a, a touch, but you know, it was nice that she kind of was just acknowledging that, that she, that she was her inspiration and they kind of make up at that point, which was nice
0: yeah and they yeah that's it, good to get this done and out of Thank the way God. um oh yeah lawrence really says here that it's a battle of the mm, this is a little is this problematic a battle of the home nations england scotland wales so basically if you say home nations are you that does that mean it doesn't include northern
1: ireland um i don't Cause know because it's home oh because oh, it's not because you know what i mean there's a, there's a body of water between them
0: there I've, is never that heard, body I've never of heard water. the term
1: home nation like that though I don't know. Yeah.
0: More more like homo nations. Am I right?
1: You ain't wrong, my friend. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Oh. And we get to see Ellie's bare bottom (laughs) in a a thong. Lovely. Sure. Beautiful. (laughs) So it is the
0: next day and they all trot into the workroom. Now, I definitely feel at this point, their workroom looks, it's kind of like when you go on vacation, translation holiday for our uk listeners shout out to emma on her run keep on going Mm -hmm. keep that heart rate up emma um it's like you know when you're on holiday and you've you've saved a look you know you've saved your favorite top for your last night out i really felt like all of them trotting back into the workroom. They'd saved some fun looks for the final.
1: (laughs) Namely (laughs) taste.
0: Yes. But even, even Lawrence, he's like, he's put on a shirt. There's a button. I mean, normally he's, you know, you know, just shoved on like an H and M (laughs) t-shirt.
1: No, I, I, I was very into taste's outfit for this. And I do like how taste keeps changing um, her boy hair color she's doing like a fun pop of color with every look which i really enjoy yes yeah, she looked really different in this episode yeah.
0: because i we were saying at home um not home nations just at home uh we were saying wait a minute has there been a gap between the season and this but then i was like no like with covid bubbling and everything they definitely just shot this the yeah. next week
1: We must have you feeling there was like a little pump action going on
0: he just looks so different here, but maybe it's just the hair color. Because you know what, I'm actually a hairstylist, and if you change your hair color, it
1: could change your life. Yeah, exactly. And I'm I, I actually do like plastic surgery as well and injectables, so I know all about what I'm talking about with that. Also, well, you could do that in lunch over lunchtime. Yeah, I'm, so are, we, are we lunchtime laser? I'm a cosmetologist is that the right word? Mm. <laughs> I always think that sounds like you sure. should be studying space. Anyway. <laughs>
0: oh my my god i was about to say something really stupid instead of a facelift a spacelift
1: okay (laughs) right let's get into it what's going on here babes um so yeah they all come in they do a little bing bang bong uh bimini is kind of like showing off that she's got four badges at this point so she's i think technically the front runner if we're talking badge work and then um, they just, they basically, they do this, that kind of usual thing of like, oh, there were so many of us here at the start, wasn't there girls? And then Ellie kind of goes, hello, hello, hello. And they have some <laughs> real fun with the sound effects. Um And yeah, there's just a lot of like, you know, haven't we come so far kind of moment, which is nice. You know, like I said, I said last week when we were talking about it, I was sad that like a horror had to go before, but actually I feel pretty like fond of this top four now, you know, I felt happy to see them all there. I was just kind of, it's nice to, even with the final, you kind of, you, you start getting excited about your winner rather than getting like worried about who's going to go home. If that makes any sense. So anyway.
0: That's true. Uh, Although that mega bus back to Dundee's already been
1: booked, but you know, <laughs> fine, whatever. <laughs> so what's Rue got to say?
0: Rue comes on the screen and says, my top queens, they say time flies, but y'all been up in this gig for a long ass time. And only a true drag race superstar knows how to save her best for last. So Tommy's in and tits out. It's time to make some drag race. You gay her straight up in here. No pressure.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I like that reference that you guys like you guys have been on the show for nearly a year.
0: (laughs) And then I love what, I love what producer Bree's written here. Rue enters the workroom in a floral suit, nothing covering
1: his head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I mean, if we want to start talking conspiracy theories and, you know, time gaps of time and people's faces changing, you know, there's, there's been many, many a conversation about why the head coverings. And then how come no head covering this week?
0: Hmm. Interesting, interesting interesting well you, you well you know is a, a cosmonaut that's what we we're saying yeah. that you know that lunchtime
1: laser it heals yeah. pretty quick as, a, as it? an astronaut yeah. i guess i guess i could tell you <laughs> how the space lasers work but yeah it was strange not to see i guess all the the witches and pulleys that were being hidden under that hat have been removed by this point and
0: we just need to say at this point no shade we are fraser and i are We are very pro doing whatever you need to do with your face and fat babes. (laughs) i've got i've got a little uh a little consultation book for a couple of weeks mm, have you now a little med talking? spa consultation it's oh, going to be one of really? the it's one of those ones at lost yeah Los fields med spa where they like mm. analyze your face and tell you how old you are and then <laughs> tell you what you need to do oh. i just i basically just have a little age spot this celtic skin mm. in the southern california sunshine mm. it's a little age spot that I, I need that space laser just to zap it off
1: oh okay I'm, I'm kind of Did you say it's in a Couple of weeks. It is. It is in a couple of weeks. Why? What you thinking? Timeline wise, I'm just thinking I might do the same. (laughs) (laughs) Feels like feels like about time. Okay, great. Well, I'll we'll go to the med spa together. Okay, done and done.
0: so uh rue is there in the workroom and then she announces the final maxi challenge and it is to give the most drag tastic performance of your life first you'll have to compose your own solo verses to rue's song a little bit of love then you need to get your thighs around the most challenging choreography of the season then join michelle and rue for a light lunch and spill spill spill
1: spill the tea that's it yeah. that's all i've got to say is. so yeah so then they um they they kind of have a little this is kind of a, a moment where they sit down and try and just start working on their lyrics i mean again do these lyrics end up in the final mix i couldn't tell you i will tell you that i have got the lyrics up on my phone ready to read when we get to the challenge so that we can actually hear them oh cool <laughs> so yeah wonderful so this is they kind of there's not like a lot going on in this kind of bit it's really that um ellie's kind of they show Ellie and she's kind of writing some like bitchy lyrics. And then Lawrence puts her in her place and says, it's not a bitch track. It's a bad bitch track where we should be uplifting other people.
0: Yes. But, but Lawrence does it firm, but fair. Yeah. She, you know, she's like, Oh, I think it's more positive. She checks in with the other girls. Do we all agree it's more of a positive thing? Yes,
1: we do. Okay. Ellie should be more positive. So she's, she, she, she's, she's not doing her dirty. She's actually steering her in the, in the right direction. Yeah. Being a a mother hen
0: mm-hmm it says here that ellie tries to rhyme tartan fartan to tartan to, wait a minute ellie tries to rhyme tartan fartan to fartan banana fana to fartan and laura yes yeah. <laughs> okay oh. okay i'm gonna try <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute tartan fartan to fartan banana fana to fartan. something like that yes,
1: that's it <laughs> thank you yeah and then there's there's quite a lot of misdirects in this episode i think um especially with with lawrence there's there's a lot of like you know, they, they show that bit of fun music, and then suddenly it's like the clown music comes in, or like the, the I call it like clown tension music. That's kind of like do 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 do, and then they just show Lawrence like ripping pages out of his notebook, being like, "Oh no, that shit!" Oh no, oh no, oh no! And like looking kind of looking a little bit lost, and it's like I feel like he's gonna be fine. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Lawrence yeah. can write a, a verse in his sleep, you know?
0: But but I feel like Lawrence is better. I don't know. He can get a little bit in his head, yeah, can't he? Yeah, he's better off
1: off the cuff, as they say. Yeah, a little as they say. I've heard them yeah, say that. Off, off the dome—that's what you call it when you just uh, freestyle rap. Did you know that? No, did just rapping off the dome. Off the dome. <laughs> Wait, Millennium Millennium Dome. Hang yes, on, the Millennium Dome.
0: <laughs> Got it. Shout out to Are You Welcome, Eric? Episode where we talk about the Millennium Dome. In fact, we refer to the Millennium Dome <laughs> and the Millennium Bug and the year two thousand every I was episode. Say, every
1: episode, all scored to the sound of "Not Such an <laughs> Innocent Girl" by Victoria Beckham.
0: <laughs> right. So, Tase is first up. Uh, she trots out and has her little sit down, doesn't she, with Rue and Michelle? Oh, Yes, Michelle. It's the Tic
1: Tac lunch. It's back.
0: Yes. So, okay, Can uh, you're a long-time racer. Can you just explain the Tic Tac lunch yeah, to me, So,
1: so uh, early, early kind of till pretty like mid mid of the seasons, like maybe season seven or eight, um, it was always the Tic Tac lunch. So it would be to sit down with Rue for a, like a lunch. And the joke was always that there was Tic Tacs there to eat because obviously drag queens are skinny and don't eat. So it's kind of like an old, a, a, a problematic old joke anyway. But it's just something that's been a standard in Drag Race. And then around kind of season seven-ish, I guess, maybe eight, they replaced the Tic Tac lunch with like the, the podcast recording. I don't know if you've seen that on like, remember that on America <laughs> yes. where they like set up like microphones yeah. and things that aren't plugged in and then just ask them the same questions basically. But it always used to be just just Rue at the Tic Tac lunch and then it was Rue and Michelle for the podcast recording. So this is like a new version of all of it where they've got Rue and Michelle and it's the Tic Tac lunch. So yeah. it's, it's kind of a, a weird blend. And then, yeah, taste kind of does the it, – it's, it's quite an old – drag race staple to like sit down with Ruth for the tic-tac lunch and be like, Oh no, I couldn't possibly eat anything. I, I had one tic-tac 10 years ago. You know, it's that kind of Patsy Stone joke, but you know, it, it's played out in the U S but I guess the UK, they've already just started doing it. So we've got to give us some, but they don't, but they don't
0: actually actually refer to the tic-tacs or no one uses them. You know what I yeah. mean? So I feel like it's a reference because they know it's problematic as well. Um Particularly, Perhaps if we've got someone like Lawrence, who's like the first plus size queen ultimate winner, it's a bit of a problematic reference. So they don't really, they just show the odd shot of it, but they don't actually, they don't actually play with that prop. Yeah. Okay. So Michelle, don't know why I've, she's suddenly become French in my head. It's just happened. Um, Michelle asks, uh, what it feels like to represent Newport, Wales. Um, And yeah, she says it's amazing. She lives 30 minute
1: drive from the valleys. Did you ever see that MTV show, The Valleys? (laughs) I was obsessed with The Valleys. It was... Were you? Yeah, it was me and my friend Nina were obsessed with The Valleys. It was just the most garbage thing I have ever seen. It was very funny. There was Mm. some really wild, like, gay action in The Valleys as well. It was very, like, all the men that came into that show were straight, but all, like, would just... Like kiss each other, basically, make out with each other all the time. It was really, a really wild show. I loved it. I felt like I felt like that show. So it was, it was. Imagine you've got Jersey Shore, and then
0: you've, you in the UK we had Geordie Shore, and then they pushed it even further with the Valleys. And I think the Valleys got too extreme. Yeah, I think they had to stop it because it really got like so so It really too. did.
1: The the only thing I can remember that was amazing about the Valleys there was this girl called L- Letitia. I think was her name, and she. Um, she went back to her hometown to shoot a music video, but obviously it was this tiny, <laughs> it was this town in Wales. It was so funny. She was just like, <laughs> just like walking down the street, and there was all these old Welsh people being like, "Ooh!" It was very funny. Anyway, it was was it a bit like the Spice Girls stop video. <laughs> no, it, no, it was meant to be more urban than that, but in a Welsh setting, it was, uh, it was a it was it a, was a fun juxtaposition that did not work. Anyway, yeah, so, so
0: Tase is talking about getting gawked at a lot when he was younger, um and she's been playing a look since the minute uh he she sashayed out of his mum's foof, um but well, yeah, and then they showed a picture didn't they, yeah. Isn't it here they showed a pitch? Or is that at the very end of the show? I can't that, remember. That's when Sorry, talk. ladies.
1: All merged. That's when they talk to their younger selves. That's, yeah, that's later oh, that's right. the, Sorry, on the main stage. We'll come back to that. But
0: here, there is the reveal that <laughs> Tace's father played bass in the band Wham!, <laughs> And therefore has always been one of his biggest supporters. Um, and Tace was, you know, was allowed, putting that in quotation marks, to prance around in
1: wigs and be herself. This, this was a very late reveal in the season Very from- late. And completely <laughs> just like, I feel like the cut to rumors like, okay, <laughs> it's like what? I think we need to talk about the wham of it all for just one second, but apparently not. Um, we, this, this is, this is the classic topic I think that if and when taste goes on Rue's podcast they will discuss this heavily yeah so we um we we looked him up actually uh, um when i was watching it and uh yeah he he looked he was he looked great (laughs) his dad he was like very like flamboyant and fun so i was like yep that all tracks and makes sense and um yeah and i I felt i felt very connected to taste in this scene because i feel like i'm you know, being I'm from like a weird place where there's no uh, people of color, and I also had a white mum that was kind of walking around me. So yeah, I felt that same, that same kind of mixed race in a in a country setting vibe. So I liked that. Um, oh, nice. And then yeah, Rue kind of says um, that perhaps Taste's biggest kind of critique is that she's kind of missing some of the finishing touches. Uh, but he, you know, Rue does say you've evolved so much in your drag and I think you know taste even kind of fesses up to it she's kind of like yeah sometimes I get so excited about like going out and performing I don't like you know do everything to this the final kind of finishing touch and I was like yeah I I also I just when you start when this show starts to like finish I start thinking about who I would want to see go and see perform and I was thinking I'd want to see taste perform probably the most if she came to America because you know America's very like america drag is very kind of lip sync and performance based rather mm. than the kind of live element and i was like that's what who i would want to see do like a you know a few lip sync numbers would be taste i don't mm. care if her costume's not finished i just want to see her slink around with a big long wig on looking sexy and also
0: i have some i have some inside goss for you i'll go for it let's just say there are talks of bringing her over to america in a very high fashion scenario that's all i'm gonna say to add to what you were saying i would like to go to a show where lawrence is the compare lawrence is the host how like wonderful would you know what i mean like a live drag show and then taste is one of the performers true Because I just want Lawrence, I want the safe, funny, fun hands of Lawrence, just just setting the tone for the show, and then people can jump on stage and do like a performance. Like Crystal could come up and do, you know, an aerial, I don't know, aerial saw
1: sparkler scenario thing, but it's all punctuated by Lawrence. Yeah, I guess it's that thing of like, you know, the the pre times when they used to do the actual, uh, you know, the like the like the season's tour as soon as it was finished. I guess imagine if lawrence was the host of like the season two it would be like an amazing show wouldn't it
0: oh yeah well i think i remember jumping ahead but i do think future wise lawrence is gonna just anchor himself in glasgow and there'll be like a weekly or monthly amazing drag show in glasgow that people travel to and go to i saw that bob the drag queen's performed in glasgow before and it'll be lawrence's show he'll host he'll do a number but lots of queens will will, will jump yeah. in you know what i mean yeah Absolutely. Anyway, we've got to talk about LED. So LED pops out and pops out. <laughs> Rue Ru asks to love this. How do you sustain your energy and positivity? I'm like Rue, She's 21. <laughs> That's how she does it. Um, and Ellie says that she's got a lot of self love and confidence, and she gets it from her mum. Now I do think at times it's interesting because she's 21. Lawrence is 23, 24. Ellie definitely. Now, this is going to be a controversial thing to say. Now, bear with me, everyone. I think Elliot Times has too much confidence. It's that slight, like, youthful naivety. Like, when she said to Lawrence, when she said to Rue earlier in the season, like, why don't you say my name in a Scottish accent? (laughs) Like, a big smile on her face. I'm like, nope, chill out. Just you chill out. Anyway, we've got a note here from producer Bree, haven't we? Do you want to read that out? Oh
1: yeah. Sometimes Ellie sounds like a caricature of a Minnesota mom to me. Same. <laughs> mm, oh wait, wait. Okay, and I,
0: I can only get into Minnesota by thinking of um, Drop Dead Gorgeous. <laughs> so I, I just in my head, I go,
1: oh Minnesota, Minnesota. yeah, <laughs> oh Minnesota, Mount Rose, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> so Mount Rose is the name of the town in that movie, I think. Well, I don't know why that's oh yeah, burnt into my brain. Side note, side note, side note. Have you
0: watched *Barb and Star* go to Vista Del Mar?
1: Still, still not seen it yet.
0: <laughs> it is fantastic. It is Romeo Romy Michelle meets Austin Powers with Kristen Stewart. <laughs> <Psych. Ball. laughs> Salt. Anyway, what else does Ellie have to say
1: for herself? Uh, so there's a couple of bits. She says she talks about because. I think Rue kind of says like, Oh, you know, you're, Oh no, Michelle, she says like, you're one of the, cause you're so young. You're one of those kids that's like grown up with drag race, which made me want to throw up, die and come back to life. And basically, yeah, she said that she, she, her first season was season six and she felt like a real connection to watching a Delano come in and kind of be like very kind of sloppy and fun and silly, which I kind of thought was strange. Cause I don't think that's really her Ellie's actual vibe. I think that maybe that's what she thinks that she's like, but she, I think she's actually quite serious. Um, And then, you know, that was kind of her inspiration. And then there's this kind of moment where they talk about, you know, the Ellie Diamond eight count is what they call it in in uh, Dundee, which is her like signature, you know, eight count eight count move as a drag queen. And then Rue basically laughs in her face and says, "I've been seeing that dance move from the beginning of time, and every generation thinks they invented it." And I was like, "Whoa, okay." I was like, "Again, that plays into whole like
0: (laughs) that plays into like
1: Ellie's kind of." youthful naivety. Yeah, yeah, And then basically it's like, Rue's like, okay, I've nearly had enough. I'm going to ask you one more thing. And then it's time for you to, to pop back off again. And then they basically, I, I'm glad that they did this bit where she talks about the lowest point was, um, kind of all the fallout from the comedy challenge, but in the lineup stuff. And actually Michelle and Rue both kind of support her and back her up and say like, actually that's what you should have done. That was part of the challenge. It's not your fault. If someone else is bad. And I was like, thank you. Someone's yeah. finally said it to her face. We can all rest easy now. Anyway, yeah. Bog, bog Michelle,
0: off. Michelle, really goes bog off. Michelle, Michelle, Michelle really goes to time with that. Okay, next up is my girl Lawrence, um, and she. Well, first of all, Michelle chats about her hair, um, her boy hair, and how it, it's it's huge and and massive, and so he. Lawrence has to shave the sides so he can fit a wig on top. In many ways, I'm like, actually, why wouldn't you just shave it all off?
1: Yeah, I think. But, you know, whatever I think, choices. I think a lot of queens do that. But then it's also, I guess, people want to retain a piece of them, their boy selves sometimes. I don't know.
0: Yeah. He talks about, Lawrence talks about um drag allows his creativity to come out. And originally his mum, when he was a kid, sewed a magician's cape. And they're all laughing, saying, like, it always starts with a magician's cape. Well, you had a magician's cape, didn't you? uh i was a wizard thank you very much for listeners of your welcome america i uh borrowed my egyptian grandmother's um heavy expensive um violet purple colored sort of cape there may have been a fur in there but look do you know what ladies it was the 90s we'll move on and i dressed up as a magician no sorry i dressed up as a wizard with a wig at halloween and when i went trick-or-treating translation guising we call it in Scotland, trick-or-treating, I went to someone's house and they asked me, now, are you a boy or a girl? And I was like, I'm a boy. And the person said, such a shame, you'd make such a pretty girl. (laughs) Oh, problematic <laughs> Pro- problematic what as like a seven-year-old what do you say back to <laughs> like, that
1: okay G- gender's <laughs> a construct
0: <laughs> give me give me our sweets gender's a construct and i just and then i just did a a, a really dramatic spin in egyptian grandmother's cape and just flew off
1: and disappeared in a puff of smoke
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. so lawrence here also talks about uh how scotland is is regularly parodied in movies whether it's fat bastard or other places um but he i thought this was quite a strange i thought he was gonna go further and say it's it's parodies is one thing and i want to show it something different (laughs) but then he just does a fat bastard impression so he then just (laughs) reinforces the stereotype anyway he does say that growing up in Scotland helped him embrace his humor um now this is a key point they, I think Rue is the one that says to Lawrence, so do you know, after this, do you think you're going to move to London and do that? And Lawrence is basically like, nah, not doing that. And this is very important because I saw someone on Instagram talking about that, a fellow Scot. Now I'm talking to someone who lived in London and now is in LA, but there is a real thing in Scotland where if you're a creative, you need to leave to go elsewhere. That was the thing back in the day. Yeah. Whereas Lawrence is essentially saying, "No, I'm going to stay home and I'm going to be amazing here," and and actually, that's exactly what Lawrence should be doing. He should become the most famous queen of Scotland, which he
1: essentially is now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Good, All right? Do you want to take us away with Bimini? Yeah, so uh, Bimini trots out, um, and yeah, and really, um, the big the big thing about Bimini is they kind of really focus on the fact that she had a kind of a rough start to the show and weirdly over the, the kind of lockdown seven month break came back much stronger. And that seems to be their kind of big, big thing. And, um, you know, they kind of say, she kind of says, you know, she was in her head saying you're not as good as the other girls. And then she basically talked herself over like the seven months and kind of revved herself back up to actually compete. And it, it makes sense. Cause I think, I don't even think I think obviously, yes, maybe some of her looks she worked on and elevated them up. But I feel like it is more of the attitude than anything, isn't it? It's that kind of like just belief in belief in herself that makes you feel comfortable when she's performing. I guess that's yeah. a big part of it. And and then uh, just kind of like, yeah, a sweet moment. She said that when they started back, it was the exact same date that she lost one of her friends. So she kind of wanted to dedicate it to, to her friend as well. I thought that was a sweet moment. And then, yeah, I, I forgot yeah. that she got four out of the five badges after they came back after the break. So it's kind of like a goes to show she she, start, she had a very like steep trajectory tra- trajectory towards the like the last episode that was kind of like quite intense. Whereas other people have been up and down, she kind of was just down and then went straight up. It's kind of crazy, yeah. Um I think this moment for me, in my head,
0: Bimini plays the character and also references her past of in in London, maybe getting caught up in drugs and alcohol and going out. But she sometimes plays quite a messy character, but here she is so thoughtful, eloquent, and just fantastic. I would listen to her do a Ted talk. 100%. Or like, I could, I could imagine, at work if they were like oh we've got a guest speaker and it's bimini and bimini comes on does a joke but then goes deep into gender constructs and being non-binary and all those things like she was amazing yeah no
1: i agree it it felt it felt like a yeah it felt like a a complete fully rounded discussion (laughs) it really interesting which you kind of don't expect sometimes on drag race i know that i know that the show like wildly deviates from like fun to serious but she feels like someone that's very like deftly. She's got a very deft hand at being able to go between the two, isn't she? Which I think just shows she's like a a fully rounded performer and person, I guess.
0: She also references here that for a while she didn't think she was in her past. She didn't think she was creative or she was told she wasn't creative and she studied journalism, which I thought was interesting. And I was like, Oh, maybe that is why you're so fantastic at constructing arguments and phrases you're you've really got it down to a t anyway she also mentions that she now does yoga meditates and she just you know listens to oprah (laughs) sure don't we all sure right babes what do you need to do i need to go for a wee (laughs) and on that note we'll go for a break and we'll be back after the wee see you in a sec and we are back. I wonder where listener Emma is up to with her run. Do you think she's at her stretches now?
1: Uh, yeah, maybe think? a cool down. <laughs> cool down. Yeah, just Emma, cool down. You've done it. Congrats. Like Whitney's Whitney's greatest hits. Remember, throw down and cool down. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> All right. Speaking of speaking of throw down, cha! Should we go do some choreo with uh, internationally renowned choreographer Jay Revel? Jay Ravel, or as I think Law-
0: Lawrence referred to Jay, Jay Ravel, yes. which is a very Scottish way of saying Ravel.
1: <laughs> Love that. Um, okay. Yeah, so they, they basically are going to do some choreo for this this kind of group performance. And then there's this slightly awkward moment where they're like, ooh, some sexy, two sexy dancers are coming out. And Ellie's like, ooh, okay. And I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying, okay, and I'm thinking people can read between the lines of what I'm inferring. Okay. I don't fully know what you're referring. Do you not find them sexy? Was that your issue? Yeah. I just thought, I was like, I was like, okay, they're fine. <laughs> just didn't feel like a moment that needed to happen, but maybe I shouldn't be talking about people's looks. Anyway. I'm just, I'm just looking at them
0: again. I'm judging them. Well, talking of looks, the main thing, I I think they're both quite attractive. Anyway, talking of looks, the main thing I want to talk about here is tastes. Like yeah. Tase's outfit, Tase's
1: hair—it <laughs> was spectacular. Kept, when I was watching this, we just kept laughing every time we saw Tase. She she looked so funny, but also kind of kind of flawless and amazing. She said a full like blue body stocking kind of outfit, which I think we've seen her wear in the workroom before, and then just this kind of blue shaggy wig. She looked great. She looked like she was in um like a kind of glam rock kind of. It was very David Bowie kind of glam rock performance outfit i i I couldn't take my eyes off of her
0: (laughs) yeah the hair kept making me think of like shaggy from scooby-doo but with like a a darker blue hue to it i would say
1: (laughs) scooby okay oh scooby blue scooby blue (laughs) hue Scooby could be blue hue.
0: Okay, so oh, what's Lord. going on here? D- it's a dance rehearsal. They've got out, they've got out Britney's glow like glow sticks from the Piece of Me tour. You know those
1: props. Yes, also you know from the Saturdays music video. I think it's what it a real like late in the game one. It's one of those ones where they're selling a car at the same time. Is it not giving up? Is that the right song? There's definitely they're either they're
0: they're always either selling like a Fiat
1: 500 or a Pandora trinket <laughs> or some Barry M lip <laughs> I, I swear it's not giving up, they have like those fluorescent, like the kind of overhead lights from like an office building. They've just got the tubes. <laughs>
0: also also a makeup brand called barry m who is barry and why <laughs> barry makeup it's just some random guy like in his garage translation garage <laughs> and he's just mixing up pots of paint it's like oh barry's
1: makeup oh, I, oh, barry, m. barry i make my own eyeshadow at home and i sell it to lots of girls
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god right a- so now now obviously Lawrence is struggling here because last time he was with Jay Revel um, doing choreography, uh, he was really struggling. So this whole thing, I was like, oh, oh god, I'm really nervous. Um, so Lawrence says she is flattered, fat, and shattered.
1: And it feels like Willie. It's, was that right? Yeah, well, yeah, no. She says she's flat. She says I'm. She says she's fattered, which is which is fat and shattered mixed together. Fat, fatted. Oh. Yeah. which i thought was a fun (laughs) it made made me laugh um yeah but then they they move into individuals in this moment don't they so it's like bimini's up first and you know i think jay's like oh what are you feeling and bimini's like ah you know i normally would do tricks but i'm just not really sure and jay's like show us your tricks and then it's literally like just like handstands snake moves splits just everything well, it's very
0: it's essentially it's essentially yoga practice yeah. it's like remember when madonna got into yoga and then from then on like all choreography was either a yoga or like fitness workout and i'm like madonna are you just like getting in your steps right now and doing your stretches <laughs> very
1: i'm fine with that that very muscled kind of muscled crotch area in the hung up video <laughs> oh god that video. hung up your hung up your uh madonna is my favorite madonna <laughs> I love, so good. i love that song so much did we watch we watched uh, that music that, video recently you me and jesse didn't we i feel like we did i think so <laughs> i used to have that I, I
0: feel like that album was all mixed into each other so when you listen to a song it mixed into the next song did you have that album? I,
1: confessions and a dance no 4? i didn't but i loved oh, oh so good
0: anyway okay so lawrence is doing well then uh sorry lawrence is lawrence is being lawrence bimini's doing well with the yoga practice and ellie here is very again that youthful naivety she's like i know exactly what i'm doing i'm gonna stomp over here i'm gonna do this
1: thing Then i'm gonna do this 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 like good for her she's she's like she's got a vision and she's going yeah she was she was great and then i I quite liked this moment because lawrence kind of Basically, Jay's like, okay, so what would like Lawrence, what would you do in this moment? Like, what would Lawrence Cheney do? So it was obviously a bit of choreo where they kind of have to put their own spin on it. And Lawrence is just like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And then I liked the way Ellie was just like, she's like, do it how Lawrence Cheney would do it. Campy, fears. And she does like a little dance move and Lawrence just picks it up and kind of just like, suddenly is himself again. I thought it was a sweet moment. It's a little bit of like, totally, you know, yeah. the, 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 the student and the teacher role reversal, the adiado, blah, blah, Just Celtic, Celtic
0: sisters helping each other yeah. out, out, helping each other out. Um, so yeah, it's also, that's exactly what Lawrence needs in my head. I want to be Lawrence's manager just so I can like pull him aside at times, and be like, Lawrence, babes, <laughs> you're wonderful you're not going to be able to do any of these moves and that's absolutely fine because no one wants you to yeah. just you do you stomp around be confident be funny lawrence and
1: you're wonderful so i'm very glad that lawrence i very glad that ellie gave that yeah to lawrence that was sweet and then i feel like in this moment taste was like a wind-up toy wasn't she she just like she'd been she'd just oh. like they had been turning that thing in her back for like the whole time everyone was rehearsing and she was just like Aah! she just she was flying around and they showed her kind of messing up the choreo a bit and i think it's truly because she was like moving so fast she was so like she was like a rocket like shooting into the sky
0: what do you think the cameras the bbc3 cameras couldn't quite pick it up so it just looked like a blur
1: completely it 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 like strobed on screen because she was just like uh, (laughs) blasting into the next atmosphere you know strobed on screen Oh, okay. So I think that's pretty much it. Isn't yeah. It? It's just now we've got like, it's basically the final day. So that's it's coming back into the workroom and Ellie's wearing an
0: outfit. Oh, she's, she, yeah. I, she's basically wearing, um, carton, uh, kind of like carton culottes.
1: Yes. It's very like Maria, Maria's making the outfits for the children. And one of the children is like a <laughs> six foot five, drag queen <laughs> right
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> again this might be the part of the holiday where you're like well oh, actually this is the only thing that's clean it's i'll just wear it's, this oh shit
1: i guess all i've got left is my big my big pink color curtain materials so I'll, I'll wear a fun <laughs> heel it'll be fine
0: Oh my god, side note, so this is all Pinewood Studios, this is Pinewood Studios, isn't it? We've talked about Pinewood before, but when I had, when I worked at Pinewood Studios and I was staying out there, we were out there for so long, we had to like clean our clothes, but the production company we're working for was so cheap, they're like, no, you, you can't charge the hotel to clean it, so we had to like sneak into Pinewood Studios and find where they cleaned like, the cleaner's cloths and rags <laughs> and shove our clothes in there and then just like hang them on pipes and stuff and then pine would get really pissed off with us as they should oh
1: god <laughs> uh, that, that all sounds like working in tv in the uk that sounds exactly like it
0: <laughs> really really
1: bleak at yeah. time i feel like a ben <laughs> i've never heard anyone describe themselves as a bin before it's great (laughs) because i guess it's like oh i feel like garbage it's like i feel like rubbish that's what goes in the bin but i've never heard someone describe themselves as the bin or the trash can i know oh i feel like a trash can
0: (laughs) so this is the moment where they're all talking about first impressions Uh. um mm -hmm. and uh Ellie's first impression of everyone is that she loved seeing Lawrence, another Scottish queen. Uh, she said that Bimini's entrance look hair could have used a brush and she felt that when Tace walked in, the competition started. Uh, Tace and Bimini, meanwhile, thought Ellie was well put together in her entrance look. Yeah. I mean, Ellie's always well put together. In fact, we hear that later from the judges. Um, Anything else you want to add to your
1: babes? No, I mean that's you, you're right. I feel like this was just this was just nice little kind of chit chat, lovely times. You're great, you're great. I think you're great. You you need to brush your hair, <laughs> and then yeah, they talk about yeah. kind of you know the high points and low points. And yeah, Tay says this is the biggest high for me, and the lowest is Ellie's trousers today. <laughs> <laughs> i do think i'm i'm sad that
0: lauren like they asked Lawrence, what were your first impressions and she said some it was like a joke something along the lines of oh well there's no competition here or something like that i would like no Lawrence. i would actually like your real first impressions of everyone yeah. because i think they'd be quite heartfelt and interesting
1: um but you know what that's fine <laughs> that's fine yeah don't worry about it and then um it's fine and then they kind of just cap it off with bimini saying to ellie you don't have to do your panto day makeup today and she's like "Ugh." (laughs) and we got our final shot of the um of the mirror that ellie uses with no punctuation (laughs) hands off it's ellie's (laughs) Not, not a single apostrophe to be found on that mirror
0: oh right babes my my finger's in a button right now oh it is oh and it's it's gonna it's gonna push that button up up a soundboard i don't know if it controls if if it controls sound if it controls lights whatever it controls something well, i'm creaking in around a, a
1: spotlight and it's like getting hotter and it's burning my hands actually i will never ever tire of this moment <laughs> what is what's so clever about
0: this show as a tv show is that it always builds up to like there's such a natural build do you know what i mean like it, the whole show was about like the idea of putting on a show and then it builds up to a show yeah. on a stage with lights yeah, I love very it. exciting now talking of a show i want to hear your take on rue's oh, outfit please i
1: loved rue's outfit i was uh when I was, I was with friends watching this and we kind of we were talking about the look and it was very like it felt like a, a like a nod to like tribal Africa, but in the seventies. It was just like oh, such a gorgeous like mixture of of browns and like oranges. Was, oh, and like all the 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 jewelry was very like tribal. It was gorgeous. I thought I loved her hair as it well. It was.
0: It was. It's very in my head the supermodel Aman. Yeah, that's where I go in my head. I have to say, I'm sorry, but this dress is a uh, a nightmare in the eyes that top section <laughs> Where I can half see a bra and about like it's and it's like that was it on season thirteen where she had that other optical illusion top with that
1: cutout well, that was the telly tummy dress. I I think this is way better <laughs> than the telly tummy dress for sure. I
0: just I just have I just have issues with the top section. I think I could have done with a few tweaks and things, but yeah, I, I totally hear what you're saying. Love all the other things, and she's got that classic roux, Um I've put my finger in an electrical socket and I've had my hair electrocuted, but in a gorgeous
1: upscale way yes an upscale electrocution mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's uh, it's family only for the final the final episode as as it always is and so we've got michelle we've got graham or gram <laughs> or gram or Grum or however you want to say his name and and alan is back yeah they looks great the, i really liked of- i liked alan's fun like older gay man blazer what like you know, it's like really expensive. Yeah, completely. Alan, Alan, and Graham are both—they're both pros at like. I'm an old queen in a in a fun suit for like a fun show. What <laughs> do What do you, you want to when you're an old queen? What do you want to wear? Um, I don't want to be like fancy. I don't see myself as fancy. I, I want to wear like just beige, <laughs> you know, like a, a very like. I, I see myself as like a, you know, by the by the ocean in like just linens. That's what I want. Oh, okay. I like, I like, I like your linen idea. I obviously do. Stone shades and linens. That's what I want.
0: Mm, I obviously do want to be fancy. So I'm going to wear like a gorgeous. Yeah. I'm going to wear some gorgeous linens and like a really immaculate cut uh, blazer, but then there'll be like some gorgeous accessory thrown in there like a really statement glasses or like a (laughs) like a statement belt or jewel like a giant basically elizabeth taylor's giant crump diamond (laughs) on my finger okay just just thought we
1: better work that out good now it's good to plan it's good to know i need to start investing in those linens now really don't i it's not that <laughs> far off for us really is it <laughs> as we're like right going to the med spa to have our faces right. pulled pulled in a thousand directions it's pretty much happening already so <laughs> okay so i hope your audio is out of sync because we're now gonna go into a performance okay so let's let's quickly talk about the looks and then i'm gonna read the lyrics of um everyone's verses so Okay. Um,
0: Oh. Oh. Do you want me to start with the load? Okay. 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 I'm going to start off with um with Ellie just because she's taking up all the room. Um Ellie is wearing a well, the whole the whole colour palette for this is reds and pinks for the whole the whole crew. Um Ellie is wearing a bodysuit with like big ruffled sleeves. Actually the sleeves are quite um rose, aren't they? Very rose. rose from season thirteen. Um she's got over over the knee boots, big red hair. Yeah, she looks like she could kill someone in this outfit.
1: <laughs> I like her hair in this outfit a lot.
0: Well oh, that is fun. Yeah. And I have to say, throwback to what Taste
1: was saying, it is a bit panto dame her makeup, but that is very her. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence looks like, <laughs> Lawrence looks great and also like, like a, <laughs> like someone's mad aunt who's, uh, put on like a dance costume and she's going to do a number for you which is actually very uh her, very her kind of <laughs> yes. aesthetic and vibe mad old aunt that's totally totally lawrence's vibe bimini is wearing like super super sexy pink what do you call that it's like a very high cut <laughs> leotard isn't it it's like a yeah it's so high cut that like it's it's almost just starts at the like above the belly button <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's very like Victoria's Secret World underwear type situation. Yeah, I think it's very classic um,
1: bimini, isn't it? It's kind of like that. Like I, I mean this, in, and I mean this in the least offensive way possible. So I'm just going to throw it out there. But it's very like dirty slut high high concept dirty slut. Does that make sense? Yes, I think she would say that herself. Yeah, completely, it's like stunning, um, and she's
0: got long red gloves, and she's got a uh, big over the knee uh, red look like pvc boots
1: uh beautiful and then we've got uh taste don't we yeah taste looks like she's come from like the planet insane <laughs> and I, via 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 maybe tina turner yeah, completely and it, she looks amazing i i actually i like her look the best out of this selection i think
0: Mm, I do think the four of them together look great. Like they, it is that classic girl group situation. We've got four very different people, but you're all running with the theme. I like,
1: I really like the color scheme as well. That pink and red, it's kind of pink, red and pops of white, which I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you ready? Right
0: now. God, I, I paused my, my Wire presents plus watching this. I tried to restart. I tried to go back. I'm sorry, but this is a fucking disaster. The people who edited this, what was going on? I know there was a lot of discussion on the Discord about yeah. this. They they tried to like speed it up to make it look
1: more impressive. What are your thoughts? It just it just it just felt like something was wrong with the mix. For me, it wasn't like a I, di- I didn't necessarily get a lot of like out of timeness. Well, there was it was out of time, but for me that it was my real issue was the mix of it all. It was like the the lyrics were so low, like their verses were so low, and the, all the music and like the backing vocals were so loud, I just couldn't. I just couldn't hear it. It wasn't... You know, even if it had been slightly out of sync, I would have felt more comfortable. But for me, it was just that thing of, like, you can't do, like, a top four... You, you know, you really need to be able to hear those raps because they're meant to be... Th- these verses are always meant to be kind of the iconic... You know, the, the final performance brings out, like, real iconic moments, usually. And I felt bad for them that they're, like... The chance to have some really good lyrics were just kind of lost. Yeah, but also
0: it was out of sync. Yeah. Like, their their mouths and the words were not the same. Like, it was... I have to say, I did not enjoy this in the slightest because I couldn't, I basically couldn't watch it. Yeah, no, it was, Um, it
1: was, I felt like they were done, they were done super dirty, but at least they were all done dirty equally. (laughs) Exactly.
0: So I can, I'm just, I'm playing it right now in the background and mute, which is helping a lot. So we can just fly through each of them and then maybe you can tell us about the actual verses and the actual words. Yes. So movement wise first up we had bimini now bimini really went for it with the the madonna yoga i mean she literally just slid right down into an utterly gorgeous splits she's up on her arms with her legs in the air and it's also great because her her outfit's so skimpy it really allowed for a lot of movement and she just looked utterly awesome yeah
1: she really did and she says them mm-hmm. oh should I do, oh, yeah. I'll do her? Go verse. for it. Go for it. So, okay, do the work. I'm just going to do it like almost like I'm doing like a, a some like beat poetry because I can't remember how this song actually goes. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what I- iambic pentameter this is in, but so she goes, Bimini babes, watch the queen conquer law of attraction, speak and you'll prosper. Be a savage. You know that you have this. Don't bring others down just to make you feel bad. Aim for the stars. Don't quit if you keep missing eyes on the prize. Only snakes be hissing. Believe in yourself. Open up your heart. Listen. That's Bimini's verse. Okay, sure. Nice. Solid. All there.
0: I like how positive it is and she's not
1: pulling anyone yeah, she, else she down. She says, don't bring others that.
0: down just to make you feel bad. Great. Love it. Okay, I'm going to now talk through, because I am a movement um, expert and choreographer extraordinaire, I'm now going to talk through Ellie Diamond. So Ellie uh, is going for it. She's got that Ellie Diamond confidence. She's got a lot of pointing around the place. She does like a, a ruffle of her hair. Her hand movement, her arm movements are good because she's got those big frilly, like, um, jellyfish sleeves Mm. on, they, they move really well. Um, and yeah, she's just going for it. There's a click of the heels. There's, there's all sorts going on and she's having, she's really commanding the stage. Not, not as impressive as Bimini, but you know, whatever. She does a good job.
1: Yeah. I thought she was really good because she's, she's so much taller and bigger than the rest of them that like, there's a, there's a chance for her to look cumbersome and I don't think she does at all. Um, so her, her verse is... (laughs) (laughs) sorry the the first bit made me laugh it's ellie love i put the d in diamond these girls can't reach me even if they try it straight to the top because i touched the roof girl look at my track record see the proof dundee to london yes i'm well traveled big wig it ain't frazzled (laughs) click my heels like one two three i'm the big gingham babe that made that was made in dundee okay so i actually i actually really like ellie's lyrics reading them they're funny i like the thing about you know i straight to the top because i touched the roof that's funny I'm impressed with her lyrics. Actually, very impressed, and I didn't hear a word of them when I was watching it.
0: No. So next up is Miguel Lawrence. So, and obviously, in between all these verses, they're doing that choreography with the the Britney light up sticks. I hope they brought spare batteries (laughs) because you know you just or spare
1: sticks because you know some of those sticks failed at one point. Clearly, the, the, the glow stick choreography was very funny. It was very like. You know, like cabaret, like hold it in, hold it like horizontally across. It was very like a da 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 da, da side to side to side, a side to side to side, side, side. Hold it vertical, side to side to side, side. Then it was like turn around, a do 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 do, do walk back, a do 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 do. do. It felt very, yeah. it was very that. It reminds me of someone. Uh, my friend sent me uh, this this Sugar Babe's performance of Hole in the Head, and it was really <laughs> the choreography was like stand together, pose. Then they were like, <laughs> walk to the back of the stage, walk to the front of the stage, spread out, get back together, pose. And it, it felt very Sugar Babe's choreography to me, which I love.
0: That's fun. Um, I, I mean, maybe there's a bit of a mistrick with these because I would maybe like to use one to like pretend to attack someone else or maybe you could go dirty with it
1: or, you know what I mean? Yeah, someone should have, so smashed, someone should one. have smashed one over someone else's head and it should have been made of sugar yeah. glass. That would have been funny. If they'd all been made of sugar yeah. glass, then right at the end, they all hit each <laughs> a different person on the head with them. That would have been great. Yeah
0: okay next up is my gal lawrence so as we full well know she's not the she's not a mover a self-confessed non-mover um she does like a she's in she's in pretty good form she's sort of just like very simple moves of hands and hips and gesticulating and the odd kind of little bend um very expressive with her face is the
1: most linked to her to what she's saying i think she she does more of like a She's not like, oh, I'm going to pull out dance moves. It's more like, oh, I'm just going to do the things that I'm saying. And that works better to her advantage, doesn't it? Well, tell us what she was saying, babes. <laughs> okay, so she says, hiya, hen. Who's that? It's me. The myth, the legend, <laughs> Lawrence Chaney. Campy, fierce, and always stunning. Thousand faces, but I ain't running. Mama Ru came from above, and now it's true. I feel the love. Big gal with a big what's left to say. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's good. I like, Hi Hiya, hen. Yeah, hiya, hen. Hiya, hen. Same with, same with Ellie's instead of, it's Ellie love. Hiya, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Ellie love,
0: <laughs> and We were discussing uh, the phrase hen the other day, and someone asked, is that the precursor to hun? And I was like, oh, I guess <laughs> maybe. so. But I feel like hen has been around in Scotland for maybe genuinely hundreds of yeah. years. Um, oh my God, what were they called? Oh, uh, yeah, like in the early 20th century, this is history, everyone. Or maybe it was the late 19th century. I don't know. I wasn't around. There were these things in Scotland called steamies. And it's where the woman would go to like, it's like a laundrette, but you would go and you would do all the things yourself. And they were special songs that they would sing while they're in the steamies. And that's very like, oh, how you here? And you're off doing the steamy. Oh my
1: God. There you go. That's the most Scottish thing I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> I know. Okay. Finally, we have taste. Oh my fucking God. Oh. Tace like uh, oh my like her movement here her attitude she has come to utterly destroy the world in the most gorgeous way i i I was oh my god when she does like a whole 360 turn and then like a jump down into the ground and then like pounds the floor i I
1: screamed (laughs) oh like this makes me so excited yeah me too maybe also want to go back to dance class
0: (laughs) oh my God me too this is this is like when I'm on a run and I've had a strong coffee and something like Britney's to the world ends comes on and I'm just uh, this is in my head
1: what I'm what I'm I look like <laughs> yeah it was amazing uh, do you want to hear her uh, hear her lyrics I, sh- I mean it sure do it doesn't really matter because her my was just so utterly gorgeous <laughs> so she says bring it to the runway lights camera action crown me baby it's the lip sync assassin who me like this yes that's right try to come for me believe it's on site if you want Oh hang on. (laughs) If you want it, go get it. I know you could do it. Love is all you need. Come on. Let's get to it. Taste is the name I'm about to blow. Maybe don't you know? (laughs) She crammed a lot of words into her, into her verse. I didn't really understand what she was talking about. I don't think I read that very (laughs) well either.
0: She crammed she crammed as many words as as
1: moves into that yeah. verse. It was and then, so like so frenetic. And then then I was just kind of like, "Oh okay, so now we're going to just like see them do a little group dance." And I saw I saw a big a big blonde wig coming down the runway and I was like, "Who's that?" And then I said, "Is you?" It's Tia fucking Coffee! Ah! <laughs> so yes, yeah, so at this point they
0: all all the gals come back in their red and pink looks. So first up Tia Coffee, and I I saw this reference on Online? <laughs> well, on, um, the on the internet? On the internet. Uh, cause one of Tia's last critiques was from, uh, Rue saying, Rue, you know, like, Tia, if you put, if you had my hair team and my wardrobe team, you put my clothes, what would you look like? You'd look like me. So Tia comes out and she's wearing the classic RuPaul drag race, RuPaul look. <laughs> yeah, she's wearing the, like, the like logo, the, isn't she? <laughs> she's wearing the logo with the big, the big blonde hair and the, the racer outfit. Um, Yeah, she looks awesome. So out she comes. Oh my God. I'm not going to remember anyone's names. Estina Mandela's there. We then have ah, Ronnie G, our girl Veronica is dressed all in nude. Slightly stands out. She looks like early years Britney piece of me in like 2013 (laughs) when she just started piece of me and she hadn't quite worked it out yet. That's kind of what she looks like to me. Right. We've got a horror in red, some, you know, looking gorgeous, some glittery bits uh oh my god i've forgotten that one's name that's cherry valentine yeah, she's she looks great she's V. she does look good actually um oh my god and then i thought that uh meet joe black looked phenomenal yeah, stunning the red outfit yeah. amazing there's one that i don't remember whose name they are because it's so <laughs> long ago uh jenny Le- uh, lemon is having a lot of fun and wearing a really good lemon
1: beaded wig. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that, I did. <laughs> Who, whose name have you forgotten, Sister? Sister. I feel like you've sister sister you you've named everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, do you know what? It's just Sister doesn't actually look like herself. No. I think that's what I'm struggling. But then she opened her mouth and I saw the teeth. <laughs> what? She's got new dazzling teeth. She spent money in those. <laughs> she wants me to notice them. Ah. <laughs> uh so that was that oh god i'm exhausted after going through that but yeah that was a lot of fun yeah okay once we've had the whole cast do their once they've done their show uh, we then have the final runway for our four finest remind me what's the theme of this
1: runway again it is final four eleganza extravaganza okay so basically just whatever you want just go yeah, for it it's That's like, go, big, go big basically
0: um, so first up is Bimini. Bimini comes out in like a gorgeous wedding type look. She is just looking amazing. Her makeup, she, she looks exactly like Pamela Anderson back in the day with her makeup. Yeah. And it's like a totally like couture, yet again, we're using the word lovingly and praisingly slutty, like a couture, slutty bride, bridal look. And someone I saw online mentioned that traditionally in fashion shows, your final look would be like a bride's look. Yeah. would be like a big bridal gown. I think she says it It kind of plays into that. Yeah. Does she say that? Yeah, yeah.
1: I think even Michelle then says it. It's all, everyone's like, yeah. If you know couture, darling, then you know about Mm. it. I liked her hair as well. Yeah. Because it's like- Really like weird and edgy. Yeah, because I was like, if you just, if you wore like just nice blonde hair with that, like long blonde hair, it would look very like, it, it would make it look really bridal bridal, whereas she made it look couture. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. then what did you think of ellie's look so she came out in this this pink kind of pinky beige huge like ruffled gown she said that the reference point was glinda the good witch but i thought and, and they said it too they said that she looked very like Scarlett o'hara like gone with the wind so i i thought it i thought it looked a bit cumbersome until she did that like you know when she did that kind of very like cotillion kind of dip where she like dipped down to the ground like she was in gone with the wind i thought the dress looked really nice when she did that because it looked very like it looks very dramatic. Like if it was for like a, a photo shoot, I would have liked it for that, but I thought it looked, she looked a bit like a big old lampshade.
0: Yeah. I wasn't into this look at all. I, again, it was also like fairy godmother in a pantomime. Mm. And I, yeah, I'm never a fan of a look where you can actually see the shape of the hoop underneath the dress. Yeah. Like it just, it kind of annoys me. I, I'm not into this
1: at at all. Yeah.
0: Is it a big final look? Sure. Fine whatever i I can Um, imagine
1: it would look really really good in a photo shoot if it was all posed and kind of i think i think that would work but yeah it just was a bit of a mess i thought so next up
0: a real curveball look in my mind was uh lawrence cheney she came out in uh also like a drag race racer outfit Mm. i didn't i didn't realize but yeah her her go-to color is purple her original outfit was purple and yeah, so she, out she comes. It's a little bit Star Trek. It's a little bit, um, drag race. My, I think it's a great look and it's really unusual, but I, my one critique is I think it's missing, it's just missing something like a big final look. Now, in my mind, what I would have liked is if she'd had sort of like hidden behind her in like a sort of holster or something, a giant, giant, uh, racer flag. So when she got to the end of the runway, she pulled out and then just flapped a giant flag. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I like a bedazzled black and white checkered flag. Yeah. I thought that could have been really fun. I
1: didn't like her. Um, I didn't like the big white belt that was across the middle of it.
0: Hmm. Oh yeah. It's a little bit Oasis or something, yes, isn't it?
1: Exactly. Yeah. I felt like that needed a little she, something, something on it
0: a little a wee little bedazzle i loved how she was wearing her badges though yeah that was super cute yeah
1: that was that was good and then oh dear it
0: looked, and, and also the the badges and the badges and the earrings they look really good yeah like, they don't look shit <laughs> it completely so it totally worked and i know michelle mentions it later but i loved her makeup how like her hair is different shades of purple on either side and then she's contrasted with her her eye makeup which is
1: different shades of purple yeah really cool um, so taste is, taste is the final one out. This is, this is a tough look. <sighs> it, it really, uh, it was a very odd moment cause it's, it's nude. It was a nude catsuit, but obviously it's that whole thing of nude, not being a, you know, a skin color that goes across the board. So it kind of was a strange choice cause it's not like nude illusion. It was very much like, oh, I'm going to wear this like beige catsuit. Oh, it just wasn't, yeah, this is, this it just wasn't great. Look, I feel like with this, just focus
0: on the gorgeous hair and makeup yeah. and it's, and the movements. But yeah, it, it, this, this is not a final look for me. I, if she'd maybe had like, like up to the, the amount of chinchilla fur, whatever it is yeah. on her, I'm sure it's fake everyone. Chill yeah. out, back off. I know my grand wore fur, but my grand was awful, also evil. <laughs> so that's fine. Um, So yeah, I just want like a lot more of that on it. Or it's just like, imagine, like
1: like, imagine, yeah, like if it was, if it truly was like nude illusion so that it looked like she was just wearing that, the fur and there was a little bit more of it, it would have looked, she would have looked stunning, but it just was very Mm -hmm. like glaringly like, oh, I'm wearing a nude bodysuit with hair attached to it. Yeah. And you know, famously on this, on this show, whenever they do hair looks and people do hair coming out or hair, things made of hair on their outfits, it never does well. It's a little little insider you, tip for you ta- there.
0: You, you tell them, yeah. Yes, you tell them, right?
1: I think we've got to hear some critiques, don't we? Yes, 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 yes. So this is kind of overall, you know, overall kind of for the season and for the and for tonight's looks is that's what they kind of wrap it all into. So Bimini's up first, um, and yeah, basically, Alan's like, look how far you've come. You know, in the in the first week, you were in the bottom, um, and you know look how far you've come. Basically. She says that she kind of has like a Hitchcocky and blonde kind of vibe mm. in that wedding dress, which is like amazing as well. Like kind of icy, icy blonde. Um, Michelle loved the, loved Bimini's lyrics. Cause uh, she said they were very true to you. Um, very Zen. They liked her pointy tits on her corset. <laughs> oh no. They, and they oh, yeah. love both. Very goatee. They love both breasts. Actually, both sets of breasts. They, so, Michelle was saying that she really likes the, uh, the kind of breasts on the wedding dress as well. Like the bedazzled nipple area on the the wedding dress. She describes her as, um, this kind of East London, like edgy East London bride, which I loved the bride of East London.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's very true. Wait. And what did, what did Alan say about her knickers? Wasn't there something like, or was it, was it no, sorry. It was, it was Graham, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Like said something about her knickers, uh, translation pants for the UK. like, was like "Mm, i don't think those are what you would wear on your wedding day so here was just it was like sowing that just slight seed of doubt wasn't it
1: yeah completely completely
0: okay let me take us away with ellie so graham said and i think the producers realized how important it was to have this phrase kept in graham said you really deserve to be here um and ellie also referring to ellie if you can do this at 21 what on earth are you going to be like in the future what are you going to achieve um so yeah, and that's a very, very good point. This gal is only 21 years old. Mm. Um, Graham also said that your sweetness never, never alters or falters and everything's always perfect, which is a compliment and a critique. Yeah. Um, Michelle said that the look, this final look shocked her and didn't expect it. And I think, I can't remember who else was on the panel I was like, really? I think this is, I think it was Graham who said, this is classic. Yeah. Ellie Diamond. What are you talking about? Um, Oh, michelle said your makeup's always on point you're the best painter of the she's series, right about that ellie diamond
1: yeah i think is. i think ellie's makeup and is always just like just stunning
0: yeah we have also got alan giving ellie her critiques and says that he says that there's heart and soul in everything ellie does um and, and described her glinda the good witch look as marie marie antoinette meets claire's accessories Oh,
1: ouch um, <laughs> i mean at least he gave her a compliment before he jabbed that knife in <laughs> that's a very funny a very funny yeah. description
0: he also says that she wishes she would like take a bit of a chance and like step out of of her perfection yeah. um they saw glimpses of it with the dennis the menace look and we also saw it with the seagull look yeah i mean
1: which is just bonkers. and that like weird orc monster thing that she did as well for that terrible yeah. monster. We're- but then i think rue, rue sums up when they, this is, this is like, we've, we've kind of crammed all the critiques, critiques together at this point, but this is when they're backstage and the judges are talking, but Rue sums her up perfectly, which is that she, Ellie truly has, yeah, she says she's cracked the code on drag race, meaning like she knows how to do each look for each challenge, like pretty well and perfectly. And she knows what she's doing, but she's just missing the the grit and maybe that kind of, that, the, the edge that's needed to kind of push you right to the top of that show. Um, cause yeah. she's still just, and that, that, that's an age thing as well, isn't it?
0: It's like when you're in school and you know, you study and you revise and you know how to answer all the questions in an exam, in like a French exam, but you don't actually really know how to speak French. It's a bit like that. In Your, your, French, your French oral, you mean? Your French oral. It's like, <laughs> it's like Ellie knows exactly how to play the game of drag race and the TV show drag race, but then objectively bigger picture as a performer, she's just slightly lacking that, 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 je ne sais quoi, talking of French. Yeah. Hey? Yeah, the X Factor, if okay. you will. Okay. <laughs> mm, Lawrence Chaney. Uh, Graham says, you nailed the performance. You commanded the stage. Mm, okay. She definitely commanded the stage. Well, she nailed her own performance, just obviously didn't nail the group choreography. Yeah. Fine, whatever. Um, Lawrence, Graham feels that Lawrence is a fully formed character. Um, and this is a very key point. Lawrence Graham says that Lawrence is a performance but it comes from somewhere there's a bit of pain there's a bit of grit um he he doesn't take himself too seriously but takes drag very seriously Mm. um yeah I mean the pain and grit absolutely Lawrence is a tortured soul which is always a beautiful thing to draw on in drag isn't it like how, how many times have you been to a drag show and there's someone performing and you're like oh god I'm really moved by you because there's a pain underneath all the glitter Yeah,
1: absolutely absolutely
0: Michelle also said that Lawrence's lyrics were super fun. He's definitely had his ups and downs over over the season, but he's so endearing, and you constantly you fall deeper in love with him every time. I mean, i hundred, you know, Lawrence is my hometown gar- girl, and I did say from day one she was going to win, but I took that back in recent w- weeks just because I do feel like she has faltered a bit and struggled to get back up there, but. Whatever. I'm not on, turns out I'm not on that panel. And then finally, we've got Alan giving some critiques. Uh, quite rightly says to Lawrence, your performances were a few steps behind. Um, particularly next to Taste, who was like a whirling dervish. So it's a whirling dervish or is that like a reference to
1: like a, a, a ride at a fair? I had to Google this because I thought it was, I thought it was something like that. And it turns out, um, the whirling dervish is a, a particular dance that um, a member of a Turkish order of dervishes or Sufis—it's um, like a yeah, it's like an actual thing. Hang on, let me get a better description of what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a it's a mem- It's a religious order um, in the Muslim religion, and it's basically these. They were called dervishes, and they were noted for their wild or ecstatic rituals, which are known as dancing or whirling. So that's how whirling dervish came into into like popular lexicon that's crazy i always thought it was a did you uh like a ride
0: yeah we're thinking of the waltzers aren't we i remember as a kid what i used to do is um egyptian grandma had a very 1980s built indoor swimming pool and we i would i would go in it in my my ring what we would call a rubber ring in the uk what do we call it here a floaty yeah what do you call it and i'd spin around and inflatable and I'd spin around really fast and I would call it a whirling dervish. Well, there you go. Just a fun L- fact. Little did Just you know. <laughs> little did I know. Also, um, obviously Egyptian grandma put far too many chemicals in the pool and it would always like really hurt everyone's eyes. But Egyptian grandma, she was cursed and she was pretty evil. So, you know, there we go. <laughs> um, what else is
1: happening? Um
0: Okay, well, Alan also says about um about uh, Lawrence's performance that he's seen milk turn quicker than some of those moves. Love that. Yeah. Um and he mentions the purple color palette which is stunning. Loved the repeater badge earrings. So did we, alan Um I, essentially he sums it up by saying Lawrence you're a few steps out but that makes you that makes us love you even more.
1: Yeah. And it's true. It's it, there's not every performer can get away with just not actually doing it correctly and still being loved, <laughs> which is kind of wild. Yeah.
0: Okay. Do you want to talk us through taste?
1: Yes. So, yeah, they, they talk about, you know, Michelle kind of says you basically were the lip sync assassin um, on that performance. And she was, <laughs> you know, there's nothing really much more you can say to that, you know that she kind of quite rightly is like, oh, uh, this is not the most elevated look for the final runway, but it's, it's like, she says, but it is who you are, which I thought was a slightly, slightly barbed comment. And then uh, Graham says that you are basically were like a actual pop star performing in an arena, which I agree with. It was like seeing a full yes. on, a full on show, which was amazing. Um, and then, yeah, he says like, you know, you must feel like a, a gazillion dollars. And she does, which yeah, again, the look isn't great, but, the performance made up for the look in my head anyway. Um, she re- I, I
0: think Alan here really, really mentions the fact that, and this is so true. It was like watching Nicole from the Pussycat Dolls, um, like taking the attention away from all the other, all the other dolls. Yeah. She,
1: she was the um, star of that lip sync for sure. She, she was a hundred percent Nicole Scherzinger in this performance. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then basically, I think, I think Alan kind of says this when they're not on stage. She kind of says one of Tase's kind of slight downfalls is that she's very good when she's playing someone else, but she's uh, sometimes a little bit unsure of herself, like in the comedy challenge. And Rue kind of backs that up and says she hasn't quite found the balance of the stage persona uh, and, and actually being emotional because they're kind of saying she can be a little kind of, um, a little robotic on the stage when she's talking to them and and then obviously when they talk to her in the workroom and stuff like that she's really funny um yeah but you know there's also there's also a moment where on that
0: remember when they were doing the the stand-up challenge and taste trots out and alan's there and before taste has even begun her performance her rehearsal she's just chatting away and alan's like that's your stand-up it's just when you're being it's when you're not actually performing and putting on a show that's yeah who you are and it's so wonderful and charming yeah and
1: I, th- I guess that's why the viewers love taste so much as well because they get because we get to see that in all her interviews and like the workroom and everything
0: yeah a hundred percent right this is the reflecting moment isn't it where they all what so that props department
1: my reflection someone <sighs> i
0: don't know is that is that reflection my reflection from uh was it was it from mulan Mulan, or what's it from mulan it's from mulan i only mulan mulan um melanie i actually only know the spanish version Mi reflejo okay um do you want to send me some of the spanish
1: lyrics to Mi reflejo
0: Nope, 100% don't, (laughs) because I do not want to fall into that problematic trap. So the props department have been busy with that laser jet printer, haven't they? They've been printing out some color copies of some very lovely kid photographs of the Final Four.
1: This is classic drag race. It's like, I know what Wood's going to do why don't we make everyone cry and talk about themselves as a child? They do this every, every fucking season. They trot out these, these baby pictures. So we start with Bimini and uh, Rue does her classic. uh, I'm showing you a picture of your childhood voice and goes, Bimini, what advice would you have for little Tommy? Mm, Yeah.
0: And the picture, super cute. Tommy in school with like a gap in the teeth and slightly messed up hair. Really, really, and really like blown out in like a a sepia, sepia type color. Makes it look like,
1: like Bimini's our age and had a school photo from then. It's like, makes me feel happy that school photos all still look the same, even now. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So what does Bimini have to say? Um, What advice does she have? I
1: really, sorry. I just, this, I really can't stand this part of the show. I just want (laughs) to, I need to just get that out there. It's okay. So okay. Okay. And, hang like, on. Annoying, this bit. It's just like. Hang on. Then here's what we're going to do,
0: Um Fraser. Uh, wh- what would what advice would you have for little Fraser? Please tell us. <laughs> it would.
1: My advice would be, <laughs> you need to start fucking choking out these motherfuckers at your school. The next <laughs> next time one of them makes a gay joke at you, you need to grab them around the throat and choke them until they pass out. That would be my advice. <laughs> genuinely I, love that. I would my advice would and be then, like and get th- super violent with them because i would actually have won in a fight
0: and then and then rue's reaction would have been thank, thank you, you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much honestly i would have loved to have to go back in time and physically fight all of the people that believe me <laughs> i just Aww. i just love to see their face of me or just you know just like i was so like d- like didn't couldn't answer them and say anything i just like internalized it all. i would love to go back and just be like what did you say to me motherfucker and they just go over and just punch them in the face. I know it's not a great solution, but my God, it would have been satisfying just to, just to fucking choke some of these people out. Oh, it would have been so good. My, oh. <laughs> I was very inspired by one of my friends once. Um, my friend, Johnny, who was also in the closet. Um, we were having lunch in, like, the dining hall at school once. And we used to just have, like, random bins, translation trash cans were just, like, dotted around the room um just to, like, throw your, like, empty stuff in. And I remember someone we went to school with, like, said something about, like, oh, don't touch that. Johnny's touched it. You're going to get AIDS. And he made, like, a, a terrible AIDS joke. And I remember my friend Johnny, this is why I was so inspired. He picked this guy up and, th- like, basically threw him in the bin. He, like, pushed him into an open bin. He just, she said, what the fuck did you say to me? And pushed him into the bin and everyone laughed at the, the guy in the bin. And like, it was just like truly, he's my hero for that moment. I've like never forgotten it. That's why I want to go back in time and fight everyone because I had a friend that did it and it was so satisfying.
0: This, this reminds me of when I was at university, I was at, I went to the, the club night ziggies. I was with all my friends <laughs> and one of our friends, Hattie Fringe, we call her that because she has a fringe, aka bangs and we're, I was having like a wonderful time and one of the rugby guys said to her, like referred to me and when said something like, Oh, your friend, Ben, he's gay. I don't believe, I don't believe in that. And fringe got so angry and put him in his place and she got so worked up. She then had to take herself home. (laughs) Meanwhile, meanwhile, I don't remember. I, I didn't even know it was going on. And I was just like dancing away to It's Like That by Mariah.
1: <laughs> it's like that. Poor old Hattie,
0: Hattie, Hattie Bangs <laughs> had to go home. <laughs> that, yeah. But how great is that? Uh. Anyway. Okay. Next up, we also have, um, Ellie. Yeah. Um, Let's just talk like, about their pictures. What you
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Elliot picture. Super cute. I love that. I, I love finding out their boy names. I like that Ellie, the Elliot became Ellie. I was like, sure. I know. My brother's name. Um, okay. The picture is, I mean, Elliot is a gorgeous child
0: yeah. wearing like a little, a little romper suit and a hat and just posing on some tarmac
1: with some greenery in the background. Tarmac. Wonderful composition. <laughs> Wonderful composition. I'm going to start calling my brother Ellie because he's Elliot as well. I'm just going to start calling him <laughs> Ellie Diamond and see what he says.
0: <laughs> right. Lawrence's picture again, oh another utterly. <laughs> actually perfect school picture of just in a blazer with a
1: little tie and like hair like a hedgehog lawrence's picture genuinely looked like this is for uk listeners uh, this tv show from the the 80s lawrence genuinely looked like an 80s picture of a cast member of grange hill yeah like 80s member, not even 90s like (laughs) 70s actually i'd say she looked like she was in grange hill in the 70s and
0: then Wild. we have t- we have taste Tase's picture, super happy, like wearing looks like dishcloths tucked in around the waist with maybe like a, a swimsuit, a female uh, swimsuit underneath, and then a headband. And then I think he said it was like a neighbor's weave or wig that she's just wear, just just run around wearing.
1: Yeah, I loved it. I also just to I also saw this great thing on Tace's Instagram where some girl that he knew growing up had tagged him in this post and it was it was so funny. It was like she basically said like, oh, it was like throwback to the time me and Tace had a joint thirteenth birthday party. And it's literally this like everyone's standing around in like a semicircle of like a ring around Tace, who's doing um, the splits in the middle. But like every single girl <laughs> is wearing a white lycra rah skirt and a pink top or like (gasps) I don't even know if it was a white and pink theme but basically everyone is wearing and then the girl who she'd even tagged herself in it and she'd drawn this little ring around her white like plastic shoes and she's like what shoes am I wearing it was amazing (laughs) it was the most like Welsh like the welsh 13th birthday of a gay a gay and a girl together like it was perfect just not a, not another boy to be seen in like just all girls in rara you know Jane norman tops and rara skirts it's gorgeous
0: <laughs> right let's
1: now go into
0: each of them have to describe why they should be the uk's next drag race superstar i think we can whip, we can whip through this pretty quick yeah bimini says um she wants to change the world she wants
1: to celebrate weirdness and queerness and wants to make everyone proud sold got it hit me with ellie Ellie says, I've been doing my own hair and makeup and I taught myself everything. I've, I've never lip sync apart from last week. Um, and I, you know, where I really slayed and I'm really proud of myself. And, uh, you know, I'm glad I'm standing here right now. Sure.
0: Lawrence essentially says uh, she started doing drag in Scotland. It was never the best, but made connections and made people laugh. And uh, she wants to bring escapism to all the people and and just let everyone know, no matter how bullied or how weird you look, um, want to show the UK and the world that she has a lot to offer
1: because she can make a difference. Something along the lines. That's yes. Paraphrasing, but we got it. Bitch. Taste. Yes, bitch. Uh, taste says yes. Growing up in Wales and being a firecracker, you know. Um, oh yeah. People try to dim the lights um but she's never let it get to her so she wants to take the the crown home oh well, that's it she basically says she's been under pressure a lot in this competition and she's still succeeded so she's saying she can handle the pressure of um of being the winner basically and then she says she performs her tits off and uh she put beans and toast with ketchup on the map which made me laugh i actually i agree cool. with her and i eat beans on toast with ketchup because the tomato sauce in the beans is different from the taste of tomato ketchup people they're two separate agreed. things agreed
0: very separate things right okay the girls head backstage we've got a bit of an untucked going on lovely lovely i love Mm -hmm. the fact that they let the girls
1: the girls had a performance look so all the queens have returned from the season and i love that they had a performance look but then they have their individual looks for this uh for this kind of untucked moment and for the final runway so shall we um let's do the looks when we do the runway shall we
0: Yes. Okay. So what's going on backstage? Lawrence is nervous to see the, to see, uh, his season two sisters. Um, he's wondering why does sister have an (laughs) ax? Good question. Who knows? Um, Ronnie G, um, asks, how does it feel to be in the final? Um, and yeah, Lawrence makes a joke about saying that Ronnie is like, uh, well, no, that's it. Lawrence is like, Oh my God, Veronica, it's so good to see. you. I've been worried about you. And Lawrence says you were diagnosed with rat bite fever um and, and honestly thought you would have been in the top in absolute final so watch out season three gals yeah. because ronnie g is coming back in season three
1: yeah i loved it i love that it was just nice to see ronnie g um and then oh yeah um she, v, she kind of says like what was the kind of what were the gags of the season because i she's like because you know i wasn't here for for that long um and then basically <laughs> they were all like ginny it's ginny and then ginny just ginny lemon just got up and walked out in her fish slides which i thought was so yeah. funny <laughs> and then and,
0: and, ginny, and ginny also says that technically she's the only queen in drag race history that's never been eliminated technically mm. although that's not really real because in the final the finalist is eliminated Anyway, whatever. Yeah and, Ginny, actually, Ginny Lemon.
1: yeah, and actually you know, Ben De La creme did it did it first, actually. So you yeah, know um
0: they also mentioned the fact that um the, you know to Chesa v, well, you know, meet Joe Black, she she went out first twice.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then um Ahura, I, I loved this. <laughs> I loved this moment actually. Ahora, uh, who was looking speaking of pump and and face work, looking fucking resplendent. Like, just, oh, she looked so good. Um, And I really loved this moment because she basically, she's like, oh, you know, my gag of the season was Ellie Diamond's running order. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. And then just completely just was, she's like, but she's like, but in all seriousness, like, you did what you had to do. I totally get it. It's not your fault if people's performances were bad. At the, and I was like, Oh, it's like, thank you. I've been waiting for someone to say that to her. So I, yeah. I really liked that moment. I thought it was great.
0: And they also do, they also do a gag where she like says something clearly obscene and it's like heavily bleeped yeah. because that was her whole thing in her, in her comedy yeah. thing. Um, Tia says
1: that they shall be very proud. And <laughs> she's just like, sure. she's just like lolling. She's, it feels like she's like laying on her side at the back. She's all like, ooh, ooh, very, <laughs> just tear coughing <laughs> around. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay
0: so they all do a cheers it look, i have to say their drink looked a little cloudier than normal it was like a maybe like a high-end
1: premium cranberry that they had oh ooh, you, you know think I mean? oh you think they hadn't it wasn't from the long life um the long life section it was from the actual refrigerated section <laughs> exactly i think they've
0: like really you know the runner had to go out at the last minute and <laughs> you know nip to that nip to that well i mean we know there's a very big tesco near that that studio we do you and i have been there many times together Uh, at one point the biggest tesco in the uk right let's do the looks okay so all the queens come back out in the runway i love it babes you're good to go yeah yeah
1: i've got it i actually don't have anything in front of me but i'm gonna do it all from memory oh well no there's pictures okay brie you're a star oh
0: brie has brie been doing uh oh, what's she like okay let's just should we go top should we
1: just go straight from the pictures top left to bottom right oh, no no we should do it in the order they came out on the runway okay chill out first up is chezevy isn't it yeah so chezevy in like a gorgeous uh kind of it's very it's, I, what i now think of signature cherry valentine which is kind of a red Red sequin or red PVC. So she's doing a, like a red sequined dress with huge pointy shoulders, a hooded moment. I thought she looked great. Gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous makeup. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Look good. I, I, you know my feelings and branding. She's got that cherry. Oh my god, she should have been doing something with cherries. Anyway, (laughs) whatever. Okay, next up was Estina. She is gone. I mean, it's very her, very like pared down and classic and gorgeous. A real monochrome look uh, with a hat. Yeah, pretty into this. Yeah, me
1: too. I thought she looked great.
0: Next up, Ginny Lemon does a great gag where she just
1: like walks past the entrance. I thought I I I thought that was really funny. What is Ginny Ginny What is Ginny Lemon dressed like? She's dressed like an old woman like a classic old woman from like the 90s
0: wait no she's dressed like the queen when the queen goes to Balmoral has to have exactly (laughs) Balmoral afternoon lunch yeah like an old woman
1: (laughs) if Sue if Sue Pollard dressed up as the queen going to Balmoral that's exactly what we're looking at
0: yeah right who have we got next babes um I actually I think we've got Ronnie I think we've got Ronnie G haven't we Ronnie
1: G's a a superhero (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, so do you think this was her leftover superhero? <laughs> <look? laughs> probably she, she kind of has a bit of a convoluted thing about this look doesn't she saying it's like she's a COVID superhero do you remember she says that, that joke in the in oh, the she's like wear a mask right. I'm a superhero I, it fell a little flat for me but I love seeing Ronnie G so I don't care
0: Yeah, look branding wise she's wearing green I'm happy yeah exactly right
1: Micho Black oh just gorge just like in a in a kind of elizabethan rough she's she kind of looks like when elton john wore that ship on his head (laughs) (laughs) just gorgeous this was just like i we gasped when uh when meet joe black came out just so stunning head to toe red utterly fantastic um next up we've got you oh i love tears look here so tears i think i think she's very smart here because she's Cause obviously this isn't now this is still filmed before the show's come out. And obviously her whole thing was people being like, Oh, you're kind of like your looks are kind of unpolished and, and whatever it is. And I love this look because it's still not like, it's still not elevated to the point where she's lost any of her individuality and her, the thing that makes her hurt. I think it's kind of casual, this dress, but she looks so stunning. in it. I love her hair. I love that like head wrap thing in the hair. I like the inexplicably poofy gloves. I, I think she looks amazing. She looks like a real tall drink of water. Cause that was always their, I think she, their thing about her, wasn't it? They said that she didn't show off like her kind of tall statuesqueness enough. And I think she looks 10,000 feet tall here.
0: Yeah. I think this is the best I've ever seen her look. Yeah.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Agreed.
0: And she looks completely different to everyone else. Mm. So good on you. Next up, we've got Sister Sister, Producer Breeze, Fave. Um, she's got her glittery act. she She's got her trademark blue circle, mod circle around her lips. Yeah, and, she's
1: kinda, and she's got she – Dressed she,
0: she, she, like – It's sort of like um, a velvet uh, – Like if you went to medieval times yeah. and they had like curtains hanging up. It's a little bit like that. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. She's, she looks like a monk. That's also made the, a monk that's made the outfit out of the curtains at medieval times. Yeah. Sure. A lot of those like tassels hanging around. She looks good. Love, love her hair actually.
0: Good job. And then we've got, um, Lady Gaga. Oh, hang on.
1: (laughs) It's a horror. I I love this. I, I I don't understand this look at all just because she has like one green sleeve and then one puffy sleeve. Her hair is insane, but she looks stunning i love her nails oh, it's
0: asymmetric because she's got like a green sleeve and then the, the opposite leg is a green boot oh I can so, see like a boot, giant that green pussin boots boot um she looks really good i mean she looks so utterly polished yeah um and perfect yeah i, yeah. I like it's she fun. looks
1: so stunning i like i want her to like scratch me with those nails in the face she looks that <laughs> like that fierce and like amazing i want her to like yeah poke me with those nails and like hurt me <laughs>
0: Ah, oh, then we've got our four finalists, don't we? Out they
1: trot. Yeah. And then, uh, this is the moment, um, so, <laughs> so all the, <laughs> this, this is, go, this is doing the rounds in, in a way to try and kind of display everyone's looks uh, as thoroughly as possible. They've inexplicably put, um, the tall queens on boxes and then the short queens are standing in front of them. So they, <laughs> <laughs> there's just these I high not no. yeah that. so it's insane so it's like t- they put tia coffee on a box and they put like cherry valentine and joe black with these huge headpieces on a box and then they made ginny lemon who looks like literally looks like the queen she looks about one foot tall standing next to cherry valentine because she's on the box behind her and the same with the horror and tia. It's like why would you put you should put tia in front of a horror on the box so that there's some like continuity it's like and ronnie g why would you put tiny little ronnie g on like on the floor and not on a yeah. box it doesn't make any <laughs> and sense this is-
0: this is the point where rue reveals that she's uh, awarding everyone a qbe queen of british eleganza so it's a play on an obe <laughs> yeah which is read, what the queen might give to someone read out that producer a, note. <laughs> producer just wrote what the fuck <laughs> um so an obe is what like the queen might bestow on someone who's excelled in i don't know like a, achievement or done an amazing deed or something and you would go and you'd meet the queen and she'd she gives you like a special badge and this is essentially what they're doing here. And the, the props department have had all season to work on this and that's seven months and they've, they've done well. It's like a a glittery, um, again, something that Egyptian grandma would have worn. Um, and in the middle is like a golden bossed, uh, RuPaul head. Yes.
1: And I will say just to, uh, OBE is very problematically stands for order of the British empire. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, well, famously, Ooh. people in the past have have said thanks, but no. Yeah. If you got as an OBE, would you take it? Sure,
1: because <laughs> I'm not
0: white. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Thank you. That that really helps me because I'm like, fuck, I am white. What have I got? I I would accept it, and I would go dressed in like uh a rainbow um lgbtqia <laughs> catsuit right <laughs> i'd really gay it up wonderful okay do okay at this point in fourth place they eliminate ellie diamonds like bye ellie
1: <laughs> they're like you did great love trot yourself to the back of the stage and she's just like yeah. thank you and yeah it was that was to be to be expected
0: yeah and at this point, they remind everyone the uh, the three finalists. The winner will receive a crown and scepter, courtesy of Fierce Jewels, and an all expenses paid trip to Hollywood. Huh?
1: Hollywood. Oh. Come to Hollywood Boulevard. See the wax museum. See <laughs> the Instagram museum. Oh, <laughs> see the sex shops of Hollywood. da. <sighs> Oh
0: and they're gonna to get to create their own WoW Plus series. In fact, have you watched uh any of the, the Vivians no, last year? I haven't?
1: do not. I need to because I've got WoW Presents Plus. I need to do that afterwards. Yeah. It's uh it's it's, it's fine. It's fine. I think Lawrence, I think Lawrence I is going to do a, a, a fantastic job with his own show.
0: Well, well, this is it. The thing is the whole gag is going to be Lawrence coming over, not understanding American culture and no one understanding him. That's the joke. It
1: writes itself already. Sure Fit really, complete fish out of water. We sure should really try and get him on our podcast. It's never going to happen, but we should try. Anyway, oh my God,
0: <laughs> we, I, there is, there is no way that Lawrence is coming over to, to LA and I'm not going to get to meet him. Like, <laughs> i have to meet him anyway before we get to that we've got our three-way lip
1: sync don't we we do i tell you what i tell you what it's a three three three-way lip sync it's the final i think i want like a super fun female pop star like really fun fierce song that's going to be about like triumphing you know like you know even though it's like really kind of played out it's like even like raw by katie perry would be like a fun song because it's just like you know no i want like a woman i want like I want something fun. So, so what shall we lip sync to, Ben? Tell me.
0: No, I think, I think you need to just get, take, rip off that OBE from your chest. I'm rescinding it because I think this is a fantastic, I think this is a fantastic song. You kind of American Katy Perry roar Elton John, the queen that she is i'm still standing they're all still standing at the end of the show i think this is actually well, yeah not I, my fave yes
1: i, I think I, it's a great song i understand that the lyrics work and the elton johnson old gay but i just don't i don't want to hear i don't want to hear that to quote valerie cherish
0: oh my god okay well do you know what you're gonna hear it and they perform it the three of them at the same time i've seen a really fun um gif where it's like um uh what's his name uh is bimini doing what's their name is bimini doing that kind of like low cossack dance yeah. and then there's um and there's lawrence doing an air guitar and it says something like imagine trying to explain this to straight people
1: <laughs> i know i love that bimini did a cossack dance i want to see that yeah. cut to remember that really weird disco song that came out that was about Rasputin? Boney m rah, 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 Rasputin. Rah, rah, Rasputin. What a weird song. Why was that a disco song about Russian anyway? Um, how by the way, I I feel like Elton John would
0: totally do an episode of this show. Yeah, he sh- he really should. Yeah. Um so anyway, the op form, we've got some classic kind of like big moves from Taste. I mean, we've seen Taste perform a lot by this point in the show, yeah. haven't we? Um <laughs> We've got the Cossack dancing. We've got uh, Lawrence doing more of a comedy thing, of course. I would have liked, do you know what, here's what I was thinking. When one of the other girls was down on the ground, I would have liked Lawrence to like walk over and pretend to trip up over them. Yeah. And like, you know, cause the song's like, I'm still standing. Yeah. So I would have liked that, but do you know what? I'm fine. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah. I mean, aside from my thoughts on the song, um, it, yeah, I thought everyone, everyone did like perfect. It was really like a, a great, kind of, you know, showcase of those that those three at their best. It was great. Yeah.
0: I agree. Like B- Bimini does a lot of jumping down to the ground. Lawrence is there's a lot of passion coming from Lawrence, even though she's not the biggest mover. Yeah. And as a, as a, as we said, Tace just doing classic
1: Tace. Slinking. taste. Slinking. Tace is very slinky, isn't mm-hmm. she? Always slinking around the stage. She's like a throwing those a throwing those chinchillas cats. around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then so we're gonna get to the crowning. Who's crowning? Yes. So, Someone's well, crowning. I, I'm crowning.
0: What do you mean? What do you mean, babes? <laughs> you know, like a pregnant person. Okay. So, wow. Yes. And that, that, that was a great joke. God, we're getting to the end of the podcast, the whole 10 episodes, and that's the kind of joke you pull out. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I'm proud of it. One, I'm going to push once you into again, the bin, I'm, you bully.
0: <laughs> I'm, rumping, I'm Once again, I'm ripping that OBE off your chest and I'm just chucking it in the water. That's racist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my word so i read that in classic drag race style they shot three and yes
1: of course yes 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 um and actually i was really um i was pleased to see that that uh, bbc3 did like a they put together that you know they had charity shops charity shop sue hosting that um the kind of reveal of the actual winner they put together like a yeah. thing of the of the four of them together and, um, it looked, and it looked really nice. And so you, there's like genuinely like really nicely well shot stuff of them finding out who won and who didn't win. Cause my concern was that it was going to be like shitty, like zoom, you know, shitty zoom reactions at home. It was just, just depressing. Yeah. So I'm really glad they got to get, to get together and like have the reactions. I thought it was really nice. Just
0: to explain to our US listeners, Charity Shop Sue is a comedy character from an online show called charity shop sue and she is a character that runs a charity shop in bullwell an area of the uk and she's very specific and over lockdown people watch the show and there's loads of memes and gifs and she's a bit of a legend people are obsessed and with charity shop is thrift shop oh yes we have to remember that just to throw (laughs) that out there um okay so lawrence wins yeah thoughts feelings
1: emotions hit me base. so you know like like Some, some of the fan base, I was hoping for a Bimini win because of, you know, her kind of trajectory that was happening. But I have to say, even when we, when we were like, when I was watching it and the the three of them were standing there, I literally thought to myself, I know Taste isn't going to win, but I did think to myself, I'm so happy for all three of these people that I don't care who wins, like genuinely, like, and Lawrence is such a deserving winner. So I was super happy. Like I was, you know, I wanted Bimini to win, but like Lawrence also deserved to win a billion percent. Yes, I, I agree. I wa- I, I got to the
0: stage. I mean, I was team Lawrence from the word go, but in later episodes, yes, post lockdown, I was thinking it should be Bimini. She really, her journey, she went on all the above. Um, but it, Lawrence is not, not a winner. Yeah. Um, and I think out of all three of them, lot, Bimini is going to be very successful internationally and is just a star. Tace is going to go do the fashion thing, wonderful, great. Lawrence is going to be the Queen of Scotland. And I think that Lawrence out of all three of them could probably do with the confidence boost most. Yeah. Strangely. I am worried about the the rabid fan aftermath aftermath and reaction, but as you said, really they're all winners. I really hope that she's got Lawrence has someone in her life, or I really hope that maybe rue gave her a phone call and just said just remember you're amazing you're all good you've got this do you know what i mean because i i do slightly worry for lawrence just because of the reaction
1: from a lot of people and she's young and young people can't help themselves by going on you know the internet and reading all the horrible comments yeah but Ah. like what a season though like truly i know like i'm just i feel like i'm about to do my thesis on this but like considering all of the challenges that they had of actually making this show happen just in terms of them all going away and coming back and all that stuff. And then also it airing when it did, it just, it just was so perfect. And I feel like everyone's kind of, sometimes people are a bit like, oh, you know, it was perfect because it came on during lockdown and everyone was watching. It was like, no, 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 no. If the world was completely back to normal, this would have been a amazing season of Drag Race. Anyway, like it was just great. Everyone was it had just such good characters, but they did such a good job of like doing what they had to do when they did it. That I was just very happy.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that is a really wonderfully strong season that was just maybe elevated even further yeah, by lockdown. Um, because I think the lockdown storyline's great and was fascinating to watch, and they dealt with it so well. I think they learned so much from season one in terms of some of the challenges yep. and also having Scottish queens in there. So I think, I, I think, I think season three is going to be excellent as well. Yeah. Cause we're still at that early stages, slightly untapped pool of talent. Yeah. And season four onwards, who knows yeah. because the UK is so small, but season two, season three, this is, it's like big, it's like big brother back in the day. Yeah. I remember the first couple seasons were great, but really it was when Jade came in. What was that? <laughs> that, was, that was three
1: series three kate lawler series three Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah yeah no no i I agree it's like still still scrappy but scrappy with a a bit more polish this time around which is such a great combination because you you still feel everyone's heart but you also get to enjoy you know a spectacle as well on top of it so and we're gonna get to see ronnie g for another a whole nother season
0: which is such a treat because it's always hard starting a new season, you'd have no affinity with anyone, yeah. but going in already having like a, a good in there. <laughs> <Gooden>. Okay. <laughs> who who celebs wise, who do we want on the, the, as guest panelists next season, I'm going to say Vicky
1: B. I want Victoria Beckham. Yeah, it has to be, it has to be a Vicky B moment. I think actually, weirdly oh. enough, Charity Shop Sue would be a great, a great person to be on the, uh, as a guest because she's such a phenomenon. Um, I think she would be better as like a, is like a mini challenge judge or helper. Okay. Okay. Do you um, know what I mean? Uh, who else?
0: We've, okay. We've had Cheryl. We've had uh, oh Kylie. We want oh, a Kylie yes, episode. Of
1: course, Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle.
0: <laughs> and we, well, well, she's free to do things now. She doesn't need permission. Exactly. So
1: Meghan Markle is going to do this special.
0: <laughs> we want we want hologram of Princess Diana. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, yeah, I Sunita. want. I want.
0: Uh, Sanita. Sunita has to make. She, had, she fucking please. has to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i think those are those are i mean and there are many other many other legends out there i mean i don't know why i'm just thinking it but like keisha from the sugar babes she could just pop on and do the odd bit couldn't she yeah, Mutia, what's mutia doing she could be doing this that's for sure
1: <laughs> but yeah what a season and what a and what a fun season of recapping it with you babes i'm gonna be a- likewise check- babes <laughs>
0: i know we've had we've had so much fun just delving into it and as ever listeners if you enjoy all the crap we talk about which is main, mainly the millennium bug and the you know the o2 arena uh millennium dome do listen to your welcome america oh i wonder how emma's doing in her run i do you know i bet she's got she's she's been running she's done the cool down she's stretched i think she's probably probably having a nap yeah or having, having think? lunch maybe i think she's, she's lunch then a lunch, yeah a, wee, yeah. a week okay well potato a wee jacket potato that'll that'll fill you up after that run emma do please hop on board the welcome america bandwagon because i just think we have an affinity with you already
1: (laughs) um so yeah i i guess just want to say thanks to afterthought and to joe and to brie and everyone for letting us flap our gums every week about this shit i love it
0: absolutely always always a joy with producer brie particularly because she's an actual american and we're not and so we love it when she's like what the fuck
1: is an obe and we're
0: like all right brie that's just her culture back off turns out it's problematic yeah yeah, fine whatever like actually
1: we're not proud of the order of the british empire british empire
0: (laughs) Uh yeah, thank you all for listening. Please come and join us on your Welcome America. We've got some fun spin-offs and things going on. And oh babes, I'm excited about watching Drag Race Australia. Oh my god, me happens. too.
1: Drag Race Down Under is just gonna be a bonanza of accents and fun. Mm, it's <laughs> gonna be great. And here's <laughs> gonna be gorgeous. And here's looking forward to season three of Drag Race UK
0: see you there ronnie g bye. bye thank you for listening to drag race recap uk this episode was produced by free weiss if you've got something to say get in touch drop us an email at drag race recap uk
1: at afterthought.media yes and please listen to us on our podcast Your are welcome america it's available on itunes spotify and all those good places and follow us on our instagram we're at Your welcome america which is the letters you are welcome america
0: for bonus drag race uk content and more support the show over at patreon.com slash afterthought media drag race recap uk is an afterthought media podcast